This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Inside Story on BFM 89.9. Good evening, you're with Lee Chui Lin and Shamila Ganesan. Tonight, a closer look at the accusation that fresh grads in Malaysia just demand too much. Do you agree with this? Are graduates being too demanding or are our starting wages just too low, especially for urban life? Well, that's what we're going to be focusing on and we want to hear from you. That number to call is 7733-2900. Tweet us at BFM Radio and send us a voice note or WhatsApp at our U-Mobile number 018-789-8899. This is Inside Story. is 6.08. So uh, we're starting off with a report that came from the Star, actually, because last Friday, they reported that the president of the Malaysian Employers Federation, Dr. Syed Hussein Syed Husman, said that most fresh grads are tech-savvy, but they have high salary expectations and demands that are or may be difficult for companies to match. Uh, He also put a number to this, saying that the average starting salary for graduates with an honours degree is currently about 2,700 ringgit. So, this opens up a conversation that I think recurs in several different ways, right? Because it is really the... um the opposing the two opposing forces between what people say it costs to essentially live in most of our major cities today versus what people are earning and the call for a higher minimum wage the call for the instating of a living wage all go back to we need to be paying people what they can survive on however the other side of that is exactly this argument that companies cannot afford to pay fresh grads the salary. Um, and, and that's usually where this argument tends to break down because both sides can't seem to necessarily figure out a way to meet in the middle. Actually, I would add on to that and say that then, and this is based on the the kinds of comments that we get whenever we do shows about fresh grads, uh, the other criticism that comes up is basically that p- employers are not seeing the standard of fresh grads that they would like yes. to to pay um, a little bit more or, or that simply put, and, and it's harsh, but this again is the kind of thing that we hear all the time. Basically, they're saying that the kinds, the quality of the fresh grads that they're receiving or that they see applying aren't worth the salary that they are then demanding or asking for. So alongside that push and pull you're talking about is also this really large overarching criticism about our education system, about what kinds of um, candidates we're actually churning out. So there's a lot of that. Now, it's worth saying that... um, if we look at the kinds of jobs that are on offer or rather the salaries that we see nationwide, um, according to My Future Jobs, there were some 700,000 vacancies at the start of this year and about 60% of those offered a salary between 1,005 and under 2,000. Meanwhile, 15% offered between 2,000 and 2,999 and a mere 4.8% offered above 3K. Now, what gets interesting is actually when we look at a, um, in fact, there's a locale specific um, breakdown of data on my from my future jobs that the star has put out in a graphic. And I found this, um, I mean, I'm still trying to understand the, the factors, but if we look at the uh, highest paying areas, essentially it's um, Kota Damansara coming in at the top with a starting pay of 2,861, followed by Puchong, 2,859, and then JB, 2,813. KL is the fourth, 2,770. And then we have Shalam, PJ, Cyberjaya, Subangjaya, and Malacca. Hmm. So it, in those instances, it kind of matches up. Again, assuming that you are working in, where are we? Mm, assuming you're working in PJ and up, everything else kind of drops <laughs> below that 2,700. urban centres, right? Yeah, although I was a little bit surprised to see that Kota Damansara of all places is the highest ranked. 
Um, I was so uh, as I said, there isn't an explanation as to why. I was theorizing just based on what I know of Kota Damansara that it's the sort of companies that tend to be based there. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's perfectly possible. So, just to kind of center the conversation, right? So there are a few things here. Um, again, we are discussing the fact that uh, the the MEF have basically said that while fresh grads are tech savvy, they do have high salary expectations and demands that are difficult for companies to match. So this conversation is going to, I think, be pretty wide ranging, go in a number of different directions. We'd like to hear from you, though. Broadly speaking, do you think graduates are being too demanding? Uh, or is it just that our starting wages, particularly for urban centres um, are just too low. I think the other thing I'm interested in also is if you're hiring, um, what kind of fresh grads are you getting? Are, are you finding this to be your experience? And if you'd like to share your experience as a graduate, whether right now or back in the day and what that was like, we want to hear from you too. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. 2900 You can send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. And of course, tweet us at BFM Radio. Build Fairer Malaysia. BFM 89.9. The Business Station. BFM 89.9, it is 6.18 and you're listening to Inside Story with Lynn and Sharmila, where today we are exp- we're exploring the prickly, many-faceted topic of uh, fresh grads and money. Um, this is coming after the Malaysian Employers Federation, or the MEF, have said that, yeah, fresh grads are savvy, they're tech savvy, but um, their salary expectations and demands are too high and may be difficult for companies to match. And that has us asking a number of different questions. Um, but it boils down to whether you agree with this. Do you think graduates are being too demanding um, or are our starting wages just too low. And if you are in the position of hiring, what's your experience at the moment? What's it like out there, um, especially with fresh grads applying? You can let us know that number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. 2900 That number to send a voice note to or WhatsApp is 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. And now to the messages. I will say we are getting thoughts from across the spectrum, which is always interesting. Let's start with this from Adeline, who says, My fresh grad pay in 2018 was 2.5K. My senior of five years fresh grad pay was 2.5K. This was in 2013. Another senior of 10 years fresh grad pay was also 2.5K in 2008. All the work locations were in KL. Currently, my company is also hiring fresh grads for around 2.5 to 3K. Still nobody seeing the problem here? Yeah, this is such a um this is such a valuable kind of mathematical time breakdown because I, I think that this is really true. Another part of it is is it too early for me to bring this up? I'll do it anyway. It's hard, isn't it, when we don't talk about money? Because sometimes, I, I remember that when I first started working, I had no real concept of what a fair starting salary was for my job. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay, no, never too early to bring this up. I'm glad you did. I think we work in this culture of like, you shouldn't talk about your pay, you, you know, it's private. And I think that's all well and good to a certain extent, but it does mean that you operate in a silo for much too long you don't know that you're not paying what you're worth sometimes. This is the thing. And um, then the other part of it is also sometimes when we say that people have overly high demands, I wonder how much of it is a, okay, I don't know what kind of professions I want to throw under the bus, but (laughs) I wonder how much of it is, for example, a, a business or journalism grad asking an engineer grad, hey, what was your starting salary or how much do you think people should earn? And, and that being quite different, right, depending on the industry that you're in. No, I agree. And I think the thing is also that um, often you might have friends in very different industries and therefore you don't necessarily have the right gauge and you're often told that you shouldn't discuss it with your colleagues, Um, which for many reasons you may not be comfortable doing. But then I do think it leaves many fresh, um, particularly junior and newer employees open to this kind of uncertainty. Okay, so we have um, Dennis also saying there are companies that have a salary scale, which is fine and good, but it can be rather restrictive. I would pay higher or whatever is asked if the candidate measures up. Anybody who does well in interviews will be likely to be good candidates. Also, a degree is fine, but it shouldn't be the only criteria for employment. Streetwiseness is invaluable. 
That's a really interesting point, Dennis. Um, I... I wonder how many companies have that sort of flexibility because I think that would um, that would help. But I think it sounds to me like the kind of thing that's a lot more doable in smaller and uh, smaller companies. Oh, actually, I wanted to pick up on one element that Dennis brought up, which I think is very important, um, which is that final sentence: "Degree is okay, but it shouldn't be the only criteria." And I think that's interesting because we're talking about fresh grads in a um, we're talking about fresh grads, and generally speaking, I think most people people assume that that means uh, university or college graduates, not necessarily SPM. Um, And I think that the difference in terms of the difference in terms of pay scale, depending on where you end up on your educational level, is also significant. But this mention of being streetwise or of having other knowledge or other experiences is important. And I wonder whether we'll move away from that, particularly with TVET. Oh, that's a that's a good point. I think TVET also um, TVET also is is a very different way of assessing what qualifications are, right? Because there, you know, often with traditional qualifications, people say things like soft skills. But how do you enumerate soft skills? But then in TVET, skills are actually directly related to the work you're able to produce, and, and particularly at the starting levels. Um, so I absolutely think that that's if we move towards TVET being something we focus on, maybe that will be the game changer in terms of how we talk about salary. So again, we are talking today about the MEF saying that fresh graduates offer skills in terms of tech savviness, but that their salary expectations and demands are too high, potentially, and difficult for companies to match. And we're asking you, do you think graduates are being too demanding or are are our starting wages just too low? Also, whether you are on the side of the fresh grad out there looking for a job or from the perspective of an employer in the position of receiving all these CVs, what's it like out there? We want to hear from you. Uh, that number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. 2900 If you want to send a voice note, it is 018-789-8899. You can also drop us a WhatsApp. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. Up next, we have a voice note. Hi, Darren here. On the topic of the graduates, right? Number one, I do feel that the starting salary for graduates are a little bit off target because we are in 2023 and earning 2007, uh, 2008 a month does not make any sense these days. Uh, it's not um, level up with the cost of living. We are roughly about a thousand ringgit off target. So, meaning to say that new scaling of salary for graduates should be between 3.5 to 3.7, depending on industry and degree. Second one, uh, whether or not graduates have a high expectation. Of course they do, because uh, most of the graduates coming out today are from the Gen Z, and they are from the privileged generation where everything was really given to them at a very young age. And of course, they set a benchmark and a cultural understanding of things to be easier for them. Uh, They're not wrong, but they're not right either so it's a balance to find the right mix when it comes to giving them what they want and as what you said most companies cannot afford to pay them so hence why another issue on how it's done the third one is um, the quality of graduates coming up from university these days so there is a struggle but if i were to uh, employ uh, people and i was in that position a long time ago i would rather employ uh, graduates from really good local universities those are in the top 10 in Malaysia or international or private universities because they tend to have a better quality of graduates coming up. Darren, thank you so much for that voice note. Uh, a lot of opinions being packed into 90 seconds. So let's try to, <laughs> let, let's try to break that down because I, I want to start with that amount. So Darren said that the new scale for what we talk about, um, adjusting for inflation, cost of living, should be between 3.5 to 3.7. And so the thing is, right, that sounds to me like it ought to be doable, uh, like we ought to be around there. But if we go back to Dennis's point about the pay scale, what then? Yeah, no, that's the thing. I mean, actually, uh, the living wage for Malaysia, uh, um, particularly urban centers um, in KL is supposed to be two, seven and above. So mm. uh, Darren isn't far off in terms of his estimation. In fact, I think that's a that's a healthy one. Um, but the pay scale the pay scale then would have to be severely adjusted. And I think the problem would be how are you going to scale up as you go up the hierarchy of the company? 
second point was that Gen Z is a privileged generation um, that had a cultural understanding set that things would be provided for or, uh, I guess, there for them. I wonder how much of that is... I I hesitate sometimes with generational, sweeping generational statements, uh, partly because not every Gen Z is a a privileged person or comes from a privileged background. And I think that that would determine things quite a bit. Um, I do think, though, that the point about quality of graduates is an interesting one. Um, So I would actually love to hear about this. um, I would hire from a good local uni or Mm. um, a private international uni. Is that what Darren said? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and I, and I'm, I'm curious as to why those particular distinctions, um, I, and we are getting so many messages actually about the quality of graduates. Um, so it is, there are, there are multiple things that are happening here, right? One is certainly that if the quality is there, perhaps people will pay more, but on the other hand, maybe you have to pay more to get better quality. So, all of which to say, we are discussing the fact that, um, in, in a report by the Star, the president of the MEF said that fresh grads, tech savvy, yes, but they do have high salary expectations and demands that are then difficult for companies to match. And we want to know, do you agree with that? Are fresh grads being too demanding or are our starting wages just too low, particularly for urban life? Um, on top of that, whether you are on the job hunt side of things or whether you are in the hiring position, what is it like? Um, what are fresh grads asking for? What is the standard of people that you're meeting? That number to call to let us know is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note to 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Building First World Malaysians. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 6.39 and you're listening to Inside Story with Lynn and Sharmila. And tonight it's really all about hearing from you because the starting premise of the whole show is that the Malaysian Employers Federation has said that fresh graduates are tech savvy but have high salary expectations and demands that may be difficult for companies to match, which then I guess naturally leads to the question of whether graduates are in fact being too demanding or is it that our starting wages are too low, particularly for city living. Um, We'd also like to hear from you if you are either in the position of hiring or job seeking at the moment what's it like out there um you know what who are the people you're encountering um what are fresh grads like particularly if you're in the hiring position that number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred uh you can send a voice note to zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine you can also tweet us at bfm radio uh let's start off now with a voice note Hi, this is Chandran. I'm not too sure why this thing about graduates is supposed to be a status-like thing and we have to give them a basic minimum of 2005 and above. Um, What if some guy walks into the office and he's really, really good, the way he speaks, the way he carries himself, streetwise, common sense, a lot of good stuff in him. Why shouldn't we pay him equally the same or more? What I'm trying to say is, just because you're a graduate, that doesn't mean that we have to pay you 2005. I think it all goes with what you bring to the table. Chandran, thank you for that. Uh, I, I think, you know, I agree with that. I think generally speaking, that would be the case. The reason why we're talking about the starting salary is, I guess, because that's what, that's, the starting point for most people in their career. And then it leads to all these other conversations about pay scales and, you know, basically how much companies are willing to pay in general. Yeah, I mean, we have to start somewhere as a baseline of this is a fair wage for this job, right? Because otherwise, I think it's a slippery slope of allowing everyone to pay anyone whatever they want to pay. Um, and I think that's tough. There needs to be a baseline established. And when we say something like starting pay, um, I think that's what's being argued, that the baseline that we are starting at is too low. Um, beyond that, of course, people should be uh, rewarded adequately for what they bring to the table. OK, my friends, are we all ready for um, I, I like to do this where if you if you picture it with me, there is a table in an empty room. On that table is a sizable can. Within that can, you haven't seen it yet, are worms. We approach, we approach, can opener, we approach. Um, so <laughs> here we go, because 
We did ask uh, what standard are people seeing when it comes to graduates. Uh, we just heard from Chandran saying it should be about what you bring to the table. And this is what people are saying. So Michael says... I went through 300 applicants for engineers. Only seven met expectations, of which I accepted one. So we pay actually almost 30% above market rate. Um, that person met my performance expectations, but not that of my boss. Um, there are a number of other thoughts coming through on the quality of fresh grads, right? And making the connection between basically you can't expect to be paid this much if you're not bringing much to the table. So uh, YY, for instance, says one thing about fresh grads, they may have the latest skills, but they are lacking in leadership skills. In short, quote unquote, robots sometimes thinking that they are intelligent enough for a high salary, but for forgetting the fact that soft skills and personal commitment are equally important. But if we are basing on a starting pay, Yes, 2,700 is low. I'm getting 2,400. I was getting 2,400 basic plus 200 allowances in 2011. Well, we heard earlier from uh, an, a listener named Adeline, right, who found that from, I believe it was 2015 to right now. 2008. Eight 2008, to now. goodness. Yeah, the starting pay was still 2.5. Mm, so there you go. Um, I, I think that there's a lot to address with, with YY's point, though, um, particularly about they might be lacking leadership or soft skills. Um, and I think that this is actually a really good opportunity to talk about what we expect from, from graduates, um, partly because I don't think it's unreasonable. I, I know that leadership skills doesn't come necessarily from age, right? You, you, can, you can be, you hear people say natural born leader, that there are all these things that could happen. But um, I, I wonder when we say leadership skills or soft skills, um, whether there is in fact a difference between what we expect from somebody who is new to an office and what we expect from somebody who has worked 15 years. So... That's what I was trying to think in. That's what I was trying to figure out as well, right? Because surely when you hire someone, that interview process is not enough for you to know what soft skills and leadership skills they're bringing to the table. So the baseline is actually just based on at that point, what are you willing to pay for this position? But then after that, once the person has joined, that's why you have things like increments and, and bonuses and performance bonuses, all of which will depend on what that person is bringing to the table. Carl says, I think many employers can pay well, but it's like eat first then pay or pay first then eat. Gradu <laughs> uh, graduates need to show that they're good and then money will come to them. The employer doesn't want to pay but get something that's not worth it. Graduates, show your worth. I, so I, I like the analogy, Carl, first of all. Um, but I do think, though, that, again, I wonder whether we're asking too much for, from that early process. How much can someone show in that, that interview, no matter how many rounds it can be? So, yes, I, I agree with that. And I, I think also, right, the danger of something like this when we say show your worth is, do you mean work 12 hours a day for 2002? Is that what you mean? Because I'm not saying, Carl, that it's necessarily what you mean. I yeah. just think that when we say to graduates, hey, show your worth, um, it sometimes goes back to a really old-fashioned version of paying your dues, which often means working overtime or being treated essentially like you're dispensable um, and you're cheap anyway. Well, and, and the opposite of that is, of course... It's very easy for most employees to fall into the, they're only paying me 2.7. Ah, Why should I do anything more than my job description? Quiet quitting, which we've done a show on before. Lynette says, the quality and attitude of fresh grads 10 years ago was much higher, hence the 2.5K. The current quality generally is much lower. I will consider one who is better than the rest. Hmm. I find so I I think where I land on in general if we remove if we remove the subjective things about whether an employee is good or better and so on I think that starting pay needs to be commensurate to living expenses I think that's the bare minimum that you can expect to pay someone all the other conversations about should you be expecting more or less should come after that. Yeah, I, I think it's also very difficult to gauge um, the truth of what we mean when we say the quality of graduates was higher or lower, partly because what we have right now, when, you, when you're fresh, when you emerge out into the world, all you have is... Um, 
your extra extracurricular activities and those clubs have existed forever so you know you're still going to see the same thing um, you get your CGPA or however else your grades are measured and and that again hasn't necessarily changed for a long time and we are still seeing people with 3.5s and 4s applying so in that sense I don't think we, we can necessarily make the argument that the quality is different I do feel though that when people say this they're referring to things that are less tangible uh, language soft skills um, you know just these sorts of things are the ones that you hear people talk about. So Shaifulizam is saying, my view on this, the government should set the minimum pay, then the rest should be up to supply and demand. Whatever is being said by both sides, both need each other. Location, industry, quality of graduate will increase or decrease that amount. Unemployable graduates, though, is a totally separate problem. The bigger strategy, strategy should be higher salaries with no subsidy. It's a developed country status. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that more or less covers what is a pretty reasonable plan. So, again, we are asking you, you know, kind of a simple but deceptively simple question, I think, because the MEF has said that fresh graduates have high salary expectations and demands that are difficult for companies to match. And we want to hear from you. Do you think that graduates are being too demanding or are our starting wages just too low, particularly for city living um, in city centres? And also, if you're in the position of hiring, um, what is the... What are you hearing from fresh graduates? What are they asking for? What kind of quality are you, you know are you observing at the moment in terms of applicants? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, and tweet us at BFM Radio. Building fit Malaysians, BFM eighty nine point nine. BFM 89.9, it's 6.53. You're listening to Inside Story with Lynn and Sharmila. And today we're talking about salary and demands, specifically from fresh grads, because uh, the MEF has said that fresh grads offer tech savviness, tech technical knowledge, but that their salary expectations and demands are high and difficult for companies to match. So we are asking you whether you do think that graduates are being too demanding or is it that our starting wages are too low? Also, if you're in the position of being able to hire, what are you observing among fresh grads at the moment in terms of both quality as well as requests? You can call 7733 Send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So we do have people who are simply bringing up the issue of uh, cost of living, frankly. So Munif says, property prices ballooned. Um, it's unregulated. Public transport connections are horrible. So you have no choice but to drive, spend on fuel, toll, food prices, basic goods skyrocketed. Now pair that with the fact that grads in professional courses take longer to graduate from tougher and costlier courses to learn skills and knowledge that not anyone can replicate. One can surmise that therefore 2,000 plus these days, especially in urban areas, is insanely unfair. But who am I to complain on behalf of fresh grads? Even some architects with a decade's worth of experience are still getting paid 3K here in the heart of KL. What a joke. So... I mean, there's a lot there, right? I think it is worth saying we're not just talking about minimum wage. We're talking about fresh grads. And while I'm not saying that those without degrees should be paid any lesser, I think the reality is that when you go through the the, the effort and the cost, frankly, of getting a degree, going to university and so on, there is a, a sort of expectation, uh, a societal promise that it's going to lead to you living a comfortable life. And that's where some of this disillusionment is coming from. Jimny is pointing out something similar. Uh, I don't think the salary issue is limited to graduates. We have to look at the whole market. For an employer, they can get an experienced staff with 3.5k nowadays. And um, I, I think that this is important and it's important to discuss because we are talking about graduates and people have been asking, why are you focusing on graduates? And we are doing that because it's the news, but also because I think it offers a window into how we think about salaries and how we look at salaries across the whole scale. Because it is absolutely true that you can hire somebody with something like 15 years worth of experience for 4,000 ringgit. Well, Chia is saying raising a fresh grad's pay will affect the existing staff's pay. It's not as simple as just raising fresh grad's pay. So that's the rub, right? Because um, 
raising a fresh grad's pay often then means that a company will have to significantly restructure how all of their employees are being paid. Because then the truth is probably most people in that company are not being paid their due. Uh, Just Be A Rock on Twitter says, this topic is a can of worms rolling down a very slippery slope. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I, I think that that about sums it up because that, that question of, well, you can't start talking about fresh grad salary without then talking about the larger salary scale is exactly the slippery slope and all the worms going, ah, because that's that's more or less the whole thing. You're really making a meal out of this kind of worms metaphor. I went with I'm it. I'm there for it. I went with it and now I feel like I have to commit. <laughs> um, an anonymous listener says, my salary as a fresh grad was 2200 That was the 1996 market rate then. It tells us something about our economy. We keep hearing this, right? We, we, we've been hearing this for the entirety of the show. When is When was... When did you start working and how much did you earn? And we really haven't moved as far away as we ought to, especially from something like 1996. And of course, a a simple study will tell you that inflation, meanwhile, has increased exponentially. Um, Okay, I think let's close off for now with this from Adrian, who says the minimum wage now is 1,005. I think the minimum wage for a diploma should be two. Uh, if you have a degree, 2,005. There must be a different in, difference in wages for them. I want to talk about that because we heard, a, I think it was from Dennis um, right at the start who said, look, um, the degree isn't everything. We also need to gauge it based on whether you are street smart, what else you offer. I want to talk about this. Do you think that if you have a higher qualification, you should be earning more? So a lot of companies do do this, right? The, yeah. the first company I worked for, um, if, in fact, they even made a distinction between degree and degree with honours and you would get paid a few hundred bucks more. Um, and and uh, I, it's not something I'm comfortable with, I must say, because it, it diminishes the fact that life experience or even um, job experience can be equivalent to a degree sometimes. Yeah, and also ultimately it can be classist because, um, you know, the kind of degree that you can afford to get, you know, it it sets you up then for the rest of your earning career potentially, despite the fact that you may be able to bring more to the position that you are hiring for uh, or or that you're applying for. So, yeah, um, just a side mission, a side question. Do you think that people should be do you think that f- graduates should be paid more depending on their qualification? Is that something that you think is a fair way to approach it? Um, but also in general, do you think that fresh grads are being too demanding when it comes to salary or um, you know what it is that they want from a company? Or is it that our starting wages are too low? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. 2900 Send a voice note to 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Build fortunes modestly. BFM 89.9. It's 7.08 and you're listening to Inside Story with Lynn and Sharmila. Let me do a quick recap um, about what we've been discussing for the past hour. So, uh, it was reported in the Star that the president of the Malaysian Employers Federation, that's Datuk Dr. Syed Hussein Syed Husman, said most fresh grads are tech-savvy, but that they have high salary expectations and demands that may be difficult for companies to match. Uh, He went on to say that at the moment, the average starting salary for graduates with an honours degree sits at about 2007, um, which I think, you know, if you think about cost of living, urban centres, that might start to get a little bit tough. Um, so we're asking you essentially, do you think graduates are being too demanding um, or are our starting wages just too low? Also, if you want to share your initial starting wage, um, people have been doing that. We are also asking whether you are in the position of hiring and what you've observed about fresh grads and <laughs> just piling on um, a side question of whether you do think that salaries should be t- should be determined by your qualifications. In other words, that someone with a degree should earn more than a diploma, someone with a diploma should earn more than somebody who is an SPM graduate, so on and so forth. So that number to call, 7733-2900. Send us a voice note at 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Let's start with this voice note that came in. Here is Lo. 
Hi BFM, I think that you know fresh grad now they are demanding demanding higher pay. I don't think it's wrong. I think it's actually you know match up to the market value because in 2015 my starting pay was two thousand ringgit, and then it was in two thousand twenty twenty it went up to two thousand five hundred starting pay, and then recently it is so hard to hire you know uh, fresh grad because you know they they want that amount of money, and now so our company decided to raise it to become. Two thousand eight hundred to two thousand nine hundred, and then there are a few factors. Ah, some of them, you know, they live far away. Maybe, maybe from Kedah, from Penang, they have to, you know, move to KL. You know, they have to rent a place. So, we have to take that into consideration as well. And also, the cost of living is high, higher than before. So, I think it's justifiable if you know fresh grad one, you know, higher salary because. It is really hard to survive. Let's say you know, in two o two three to survive a starting pay maybe two thousand two hundred or two thousand five hundred. It's actually really really hard. Lo, thank you so much for that. Uh, I I think what I really appreciate about your your message is that it acknowledges the the thing that quite a few listeners have been saying throughout the show, which is you know what whether you like it or not, this is a two way street. You you know you. You have people out there wanting jobs, yes, um, but they are also coming in with higher expectations. In other words, sometimes if you want better talent, you might have to pay more. Um, actually, it's really interesting to hear, right? That the, um, the eventually, even if we talk about market forces, if there are enough fresh grads saying this isn't good enough for me and therefore I'm not going to take that job, it will start impacting companies. No, it's all well and good to say there will be someone who will take it. But then, what happens with quality of hires? Mm. I I also think the other element here, which is uh, taking into account cost of living to determine salary, is interesting partly because I I think for a very long time uh, the the premise or the understanding of a salary was you get paid for your work no more no less and whatever else is happening in your life wherever what you might live far away you know what that's your problem if you're willing to to come here and spend however much for tolls every month that's fine that's on you um but this voice note from low kind of acknowledges that you do need to take those things into consideration potentially especially if you want to hire the best So we have an anonymous listener who's saying, "I agree with the listener who said that there should be a basic living wage, followed by subsequent markets play of supply and demand." As a coworker or employer, I would also look at criteria like integrity, responsibility, creativity, and leadership, even at the interview stage. Apart from paper qualification, I was rewarded with a hundred and fifty ringgit increment upon confirmation by my employer in the early eighties, and that was a great motivation for anyone back then. Hmm. I would like to contrast that uh, against Jimmy, who says actually the pay scale is market force. There should not be intervention from the government unless it's a restart or reset. If you think it's too low, don't accept the job. It's simple as that. Those who think they can live with that salary, go ahead. If you think you are able to command a higher pay. Go ahead. Let that scale be market-driven. It's healthier. Graduates are trained for four years, so when you're out there, show your worth means you use what you learn to produce better work for the company you're working for. Give ideas. Show what great training you got in those four years. Uh, Des also says, if they, the fresh grads, focus on what they can contribute, the money will come. So, um, so we've we've talked about a number of reasons why um, entirely market-driven approaches. Overlooks the the real human challenges that exist within this situation, right? But I also wanted to extend that to say, um, to go back to actually um, our today on Twitter where we talked about chiral arming and keeping employees happy. I think there is a real benefit to a company to keeping their employees happy, to keeping their employees not just happy but feeling well and comfortable with life. Now. I could work for a salary that was way beneath what I can actually live on, but it also means that I'm then going to be stressed and I'm going to be distressed. I'm probably going to have my attention split between multiple things, and all of that would make me not the most effective of employees either. Yes, um, I think perhaps at this point I would like to go to this from Nat, who says, 
I'm an older millennial and for my first job after college, I was salaried at 3005 I was told I was pretty lucky given that the industry I was in is now a sunset industry. Nobody ever likes hearing that. That's not Nat, by the way. That's me editorialising because <laughs> um, as someone who works in radio, I think about that all the time. Uh, Nat goes on to say, many years later, now I'm in a different corporate world. My junior team members are earning 2.5 per month and are expected to deliver the sun and the moon. As a senior team lead, I'm doing my best to change the company's policy, but it's not easy. What what makes matters worse is that they know that they're underpaid and the seniors are overpaid. Because of this, we have a high turnover rate and it leads to a lose-lose situation for everybody. I get tired of training new hires only to have them leave after less than a year for better prospects or even for a mere 5% increment. Susala, I'm all for giving a better and or be- better salary and or benefits that would help them with their monthly commitments. Not all of them have family financial backing and I feel for them. I treat my juniors to lunch twice a week and I know this helps them a little, but I wish we can do more. So that high turnover rate is really exactly what I was talking about. Um, If employees are unhappy, um, they're not going to want to stay and they're not going to want to be fully committed if they don't feel like they're being suitably compensated for the work they're putting in. And that lose-lose situation for everybody, I think, is very mm. important because the thing is, right, um, we've been hearing people say that, hey, you know what, if you start adjusting fresh set fresh grad salaries, then you're going to have to adjust for everybody. And then what then? Can the company accommodate that? But then the other side of it is, can the company accommodate this sort of turnover? So, you know, it's it's worth thinking about, I guess, the, the variety of ways this plays out. We've also got another voice note that came in. This is someone who wanted to remain anonymous. For a person starting salary to be based on their qualifications because that's the most direct way to assume what the person can bring to the table because that's what they tell you at school, right? You get good grades means you bring something good to the table. So I think it's the most direct way to evaluate that. That being said, I think qualifications shouldn't be a consideration factor when you are hiring someone who is more experienced for a more senior role because then you should look at you know, how they handle themselves during the interviews, during the assignments, as well as what are some of the things they've achieved during their workplace. I'm still getting that feedback from recruiters that, you know, qualification matters for this senior role because they, they get paid higher. And I think that is not acceptable for a more senior position because then you have something that is more direct and tangible to base my worth on instead of still focusing on a piece of paper that I get years ago. Anonymous, thank you for that. Um, I, I agree, especially, I, I agree on the senior point. Um, in other words, that if you are somebody who's many years into your working career and people are still asking you, yeah, but how many A's did you get? You know, it, it just sets off a bunch of alarm bells for me personally. I, I think the qualification point is interesting. I go back to TVET. I, I wonder when this will change because I think that if you're hiring for highly technical roles, things that you know you needed somebody to learn in the fourth year of university and if they didn't get that it's going to be on you to have to train them. I agree on all of that. I think, though, for less technical roles, it gets dicier. And and I'm not necessarily on the side of a paper qualification being the be-all. And this is where um, the starting salary or the hiring salary is only a guide, right? And it's where having a good boss or a good superior comes in so useful because in the end, a person with a degree could prove to be not a very good worker and a person who would have been hired with a lesser salary because they only had a diploma um, might prove to be the, the better one. And all of this only plays out once they're already in the company and working. Keep those thoughts coming. Um, do you think fresh grads are being too demanding, uh, whether it's about their salary, whether it's about benefits, because the MEF has said that in some cases, Fresh graduates do have salary expectations and demands that are difficult for companies to match. Do you think that's true? Um, Or are our starting wages just too low? Also, if you're in a hiring position, what are you observing about fresh grads at the moment? What's the standard? And final little question. um, Do you think that salary should be determined by qualification? That number to call is 7733-2900. Send us a voice note, uh, 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Building Future Malaysia. BFM 89.9 
the business station. It's 7.21. You're listening to Inside Story with Lynn and Sharmila. We're talking today about whether fresh grads are being too demanding in terms of asking for higher salaries and benefits and whatnot. And uh, we're asking you essentially, do you agree with that? Do you think that fresh grads are in fact being too demanding? Or is it just that our starting wages are too low? Um, If you are hiring, what have you been seeing when it comes to fresh grads and the standards that um, you've been observing of applicants? Do you think, I'm peppering you, I'm sorry, pepper, pepper. Um, Do you think that salaries should be determined by qualifications? If you want to weigh in on any, all of those questions, call us 7733-2900, send us a voice note at 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, We do have uh, another voice note that's come in. This is from KCKJ. Uh, I a few points I want to point out is uh, um, I don't think they are being unreasonable uh, because they can well I'm sure they do <clears throat> understand that uh, salaries in Malaysia don't actually goes up uh, don't actually goes up very often so if you start with a low salary chances are many years later you'll still be at a very low uh, range so I but I also understand why companies don't dare to pay too much because what if you're hiring the wrong people with uh, a, a low proficiency um, so it's um, it's a catch-20 situation you know but just off the top of my head I thought maybe companies can do this uh, start internship programs hire a group of interns at a slightly low salary uh, um, work with them for about six months or eight months probation uh, with the understanding at the very beginning that they will be reduced to only one or two but that two or one or two person uh, left will have a base salary of such and such which is what they're demanding so this way the uh, fresh graduates will understand that uh, if I want to have high salary I need to work very hard uh, during the internship program they will work their backside off to be the best and the companies can also um, hire uh, a group of um, uh, fresh graduate uh, at a lower rate uh, but observe and monitor who are the ones that they really want to keep and uh, promise them uh, a certain salary that everyone's happy about maybe that would work KCKJ, thank you for that. Love the support of uh, internship programs. Love the mention of how that can be, if done properly, a very good passageway towards hiring people and paying them fairly because you've had time to assess. I I love it. I, I think that this is what, um, what's the word? Okay, I don't know if there's a word. I was just going to make something up in my mind. But essentially what I mean is when a company actually invests in its own future by taking training and uh, the building of HR capacity as something that's not just some, not just something they're doing for employees, but as part of their own longevity. Well, uh, we have another mention of longer probation. So MP says... We pay fresh grads or young ones without degree, but with common sense, love that, um, and some sort of experience between 3 and 3.3. We put them on a one-year contract rather than the usual three months probation, which is not long enough to gauge their capability. We also take in final year students for their internship, and if they're good, we offer them a position in the company. I think that's uh, that seems to be a pretty fair way of doing things. Um, uh, it's, a, it's again that combination of having some kind of a baseline, but then also leaving room that different people would have different uh, capabilities. I'm trying to give everybody a a little variety in terms of the messages we've been getting because uh, I I acknowledge I have been asking what is it? Something like four questions at a go. So it's a variety of thoughts. Uh, Ju is responding to the point about uh, standard of graduates saying, Hi, I just had interview sessions for new offices in HR last month. Sadly, not many met the necessary criteria. The ones I interviewed couldn't even answer basic questions about the subjects they'd covered and how that would be applied in the tasks at work. They all went through internships at various agencies before graduation, but some were unable to even share their experiences and that would contribute to the positions we are offering. I really want to offer them the job, but sadly, they didn't. They did not show the necessary potential for the positions we have. So, Ju, you know, I can completely empathize with this because I can, and it's not something that only you are saying, right? We've heard this come through a number of times. My question is: um, Is it the graduates that we are going to blame or punish, or should we be asking harder and perhaps? more difficult to solve questions about the system that we're putting them through before they get to the workplace. Yeah, that's right. Because the internship 
program, uh, most, many rather, degrees have them. It's not as if it's new. So if people are unable to answer questions about what kinds of things that they were doing, I mean, that's, that's clearly a problem with the system. We also have another voice note that came in. This is Brian. No. Short answer is no. No, that salary should not be based off qualification. Yes, for more uh, qualified roles, the qualification does matter as the basis, but it still does not need to determine the price range right, of the salary. I have uh, a lot of friends who are very successful, very smart, without qualifications, paper qualifications, but because they chose that path, they didn't want to go through the traditional route of university or the masters. But they're doing so much better. I mean, when I employ, I don't even I don't even remember my team's qualifications. I don't know what their degree is. And for me, when I hire, I look for the eagerness um, in them wanting to work and also the ability to learn. Learning how to learn is very, very, very important these days, especially with all the new AI tools. Knowledge can be gotten very easily these days, but learning how to learn, learning how to learn new tools is very, very important. And of course, work ethics. The person can be a great interviewee um, in that half an hour, one hour um, that's given, but at workplace, this person can be horrible. So work ethics is very important too. And I think that's what the probation period is for. Brian, I'm biased. Um, you already know how I feel about this, but I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I there's so many points there. And, and I think that, I think really that there are some jobs, like you said, for instance, technical qualifications, um, specific skills. But by and large, I don't think that a paper qualification should measure how you're paid. A couple of things to close off, I think. Um, let's see, Zach says, My starting salary was very low after working very hard for 12 years, constantly being the hardest working person in the room. I'm now touching the T20 floor. Uh, well, Zach, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, actually, Aslan is sharing a similar story saying, My first job was with a bank in 2002. Starting salary was 1732 Met my wife there, master's degree holder, um, and earned... a extra 100 ringgit more than me. There was no national union for the executive level. Weak unions imply a weak salary bargain by a collective agreement. Aslan, we'll let you have the final say because I think that that was where we were headed anyway. Uh, thank you everybody for getting in touch and for sharing your opinions, your experiences. You've been listening to Inside Story, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, Download the BFM app.